Welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin, and Shani is back with me. How are you? Hey, y'all. I'm good. Life is good. How are you? I'm good, you know, enjoying the rest of this summer, you know, the usual. I know. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm making plans to go to my college homecoming. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, It's been too long since I've been. And I, I really want to be amongst the HBCU. You know, I, I need to get a feel for my roots again. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one of my friends is like, yeah, we're going to homecoming. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I'm excited. Uh, you know, I'm going to get my, my good Hillman feeling on. <laughs> yes. Just as, as if we're, if we're watching the first episode of the new season, you know? Yay! I'm excited. Let's Mm -hmm. get into it. Yeah. So today we're uh, doing a different world season uh, three episode. Yeah. Episode one. uh, Mm -hmm. Strangers on a plane. Uh, This episode aired September 28th, 1989. Uh, This was directed by Debbie Allen. Although on IBD, it says a a different person's name. It has like a male name on it. And I'm like, so I had to double check. I went back to watch the like the credits on HBO Max and it says, mm-hmm. so I don't know why I, something was going on with this episode on IMBZ. Like there was a few things that they had wrong for this episode. So I was like, okay, I guess yeah, well, you know, people can go in and, and do all that changing around and stuff. Yeah. Same like Wikipedia. So we're just going to say that the queen mother herself. Yes. Did that. Yes. Um, and this was, a, <laughs> this was written by Thad Munford, which we've talked about him in the <sighs> past. So um so some change so usually what i have done on mo- well especially on the cosby show whenever there's a new season i would we would basically play the theme song the thing is though it's the same theme song the from from season song. two so there's no point this literally does not change until season six <laughs> yeah yeah you know originally they were the plan was to change it every season just like the cosby show but then mm-hmm. it, it was so good they kept it. <laughs> they just didn't they didn't change it. Yeah, because I mean it's a it's a good change from the original. Yes. Good change from season one. Season one, um, it has that real country bluegrass banjo playing uh juke joint feel. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know, like you you hear her singing and you thinking that she got like a piece of wheat hanging out her mouth and she's wearing this ha- this top hat and screams yeehaw every minute. Like it's cool and all. And I think it would have worked if they were like in the country or like if you were to, I don't know, reboot Little House on the Prairie and put some stank on it. But for college, no. Um, so I'm glad that they changed that. Um, and part of me wants to say that it, it gives me the feel of like a Square Pegs episode. And now I get why Don Lewis said that after watching, after having watched Square Pegs. I don't even know how Square Pegs even had a leg to stand on, honestly. Um, yeah, but yeah. Thank y'all for changing that thing song because ew. Um, and shout out to Aretha Franklin, may she rest in peace, for uh, creating that piece. I think at the time she was married to Glenn Turman, 
who plays Colonel Taylor. And that's how I forgot she ended they, up. I forgot they were married. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's one of those pieces of information that you like that you just know of and then like it's in the far distant part of your mind. And I, I watched the the movie on the plane uh, when I was going to L.A. Um, mm-hmm. earlier this year, but I just totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they mentioned him in the movie? I no, they, the movie. they didn't mention, but I just like forgot like her. Like I, I watched the movie, but I, f- I feel like I forgot like everything that happened in the movie, even though oh, Jennifer, yeah, yeah. even though J- Jennifer Hudson did a, such an amazing job. But I was just like, I was just like, yes. Oh. And wow. While we're talking about Jennifer Hudson, congratulations, girl, for being our new EGOT. Mm-hmm. Putting so, on for the Black community. The second Black woman. Know, the second Black woman to be an EGOT. Um, for those who don't know, an EGOT is a person who has obtained an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And so she just received her Tony. And whoo, the first one was John Legend. And no, Whoopi was first, what, and then John Legend. Oh, sorry, I, I, I retract that statement. <laughs> the first one was Whoopi, yeah, and the the most the most recent one before Jennifer was John Legend, yeah, who was the second black person and the second black person, and Jennifer Hudson makes the second black woman and the third black person. Mm-hmm. So big ups to you, Miss Jennifer. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. um yeah, I totally forgot that. I really did. I totally forgot that we're married. But um, yeah, so this episode, uh, Dwayne and Whitley get to know one another better on uh, an event- eventful plane ride back to campus while everyone mm-hmm. else adapts to the new uh, co-ed dorms. Um, so <laughs> I, just, I don't understand, like, why did they all of a sudden change the dorms to co-ed? Like, it, it was like, it's been the longest time it's been a, a female dorm yeah um i i did not understand that and it's and i especially didn't understand why gilbert yeah (laughs) like if it was a brand Um, new building it would be a different story you know what i mean right see if it would have been height hall then i would have understood and for those who don't know height hall it will is something that you'll understand round about season five um but if it was that kind of a space, then I would have understood. But Gilbert Hall, from from what we see, is it's a big building and structure, but the space is limited inside. And Gilbert, literally, at, at least from from my vantage point, looks like it only had enough space for the girls that were in the building. So, you know, unless y'all did some remod. Wait, no. Wait a minute. Now that I think about it, this remodeling of Gilbert looks like McClurkin, which is the dorm that Dwayne and Ron were in for these past two seasons. Because that setup that they have of like the common area with the vending machine and stuff, it doesn't look the same as the Gilbert one that we that we knew. I don't so, know. It, it, it does look, but it still does look like Gilbert. They just changed all the walls and like you know what I mean. Like I feel like they've and then oh they just yeah, they knocked it. out a wall maybe and then like yeah. that study room 
that Dwayne and Denise were caught in, that's probably gone. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. So I get it, but yeah, I don't know. Still, like y'all could have kept Gilbert the way it was. Like y'all could have created another dorm. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's co-ed dorms. Uh, Whitley and Dwayne are coming back. So I, Whitley, I believe is coming back from Italy. They didn't, they never say where, what, like, you know, where this plane is taking off. So I'm just assuming, I'm assuming this is, I'm just assuming this is New York (laughs) because if she's coming from Europe and he's coming from Toronto, New York is probably the, the place they would fly from. If that's what I'm thinking of, I don't know. Although that, he, that doesn't sound bad. He also, but the, Dwayne is from, isn't he from New York? I was just about to say, Dwayne is from Brooklyn, so it wouldn't make sense so, for him to go home before going back to school. Whitley, I think she's mentioned going to New York on some shopping stuff with her mom. Oh, no, that um, was Italy. That was Rome. She was, okay. about, she was talking about the Spanish steps, which is in Rome, which I've been there before. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's how I know. So that, like maybe she she had a layover there. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree. New York sounds like the place. Um, yeah, because because the only other place I could think of is like L.A. No, well that's gonna be a weird from Toronto to L.A. or yeah, you know what I mean. Like it has to be East Coast no matter what. Yeah. So yeah. So because they're yeah. going to Virginia. Let's go with so, New York. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So let's go with New York. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Whitley is trying to fit in. So she, okay, she's like me, okay? I have my carry-on. Usually it's like a smaller luggage. And then mm-hmm. I have my backpack, which I could put under my seat. And then mm-hmm. usually I have like a, uh, not a purse, but it's like a, a side bag. I don't know what you call it. Like a, a crossbody. Yeah, something like that. So that's how I travel, okay? But I guess her second piece of item was too big to fit under the seat uh so right. the, the the flight attendant is like you need to check that bag and she's like nah I don't want to <laughs> and I'm so with her because like I hate when they make you check your bag because then you have to like 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 how I went to Montreal I only went with a carry-on so I didn't need to worry about going to the luggage claim uh, or the baggage claim right. to, to grab it. Uh, I didn't waste that time. I went straight to where I got to go or when I came home, went straight home. Uh, so I was like with her. But, you know, Dwayne, he was nice enough to check his bag so she could fit her bag in the um, the whatever you call it, the storage thing. Mm-hmm. The-, yeah, the overhead. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it's called because yeah. I, I was trying to think of it too. <laughs> yeah, see, now I'm slightly different um i i like to have one big suitcase but see the problem with that is if in well at least in the u.s um and through southwest airlines if your luggage is over 50 pounds then it can't go so a lot of times like i don't know that it's over 50 pounds until until it's there so um i like to have but i like to at least have two suitcases um or I would do a big suitcase and like something that that can be considered a carry on, which would go over go on the overhead. Um, I'll check it if, if I have to. Um, but also, I gotta have like a purse or something with me. I, I I gotta be able to access my cards and 
I, I, I just have to have, I feel naked without a purse. And I never in life thought that I would ever say, say that or feel that way. But I think it's, it's the adult in me. I feel naked without my purse. So like, I would either have to be really, really smart with how I pack or I'm just going to bring everything. Um, but thankfully, uh, Southwest allows two free bags and they carry on. So that, that helps a lot with traveling. That's, that's why they will always be top tier to me. Delta Airlines can eat the bottom of my shoe. <laughs> they hurt my feelings. I've had okay experience. I don't take Delta that often, but I do the times I have, I've, it's probably like getting into the States uh, with Delta is the best. Because uh, <laughs> I remember when I was going to LA, um, I don't even think they had like customs was the easiest thing I've ever dealt with. Like they didn't like I've had worse experience. Like um, the 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 time I went to LA in 2013, I mm-hmm. actually took Air Canada, which is our like our main airlines. And I took okay. it to Vancouver and then nor did I, I we took it to somewhere. And then I think when we came home, they went through all our stuff. And I guess I guess we spent too much money for the time that we were uh, in L.A. So they were like, we need your receipts. And my dad, for the, the for the first time ever, he never he didn't actually kept any of the receipts. Usually he does. Um, and he's like, I actually didn't keep any of the receipts. Some of them are gifts. You know, you know, what I mean, like and mm-hmm. I just I was just like, I'm like, this is a, it was like a really bad experience. Uh, but like with Delta, I just it just seemed like such a smooth getting into the state smooth coming back. Like, I just I don't know. So my very first experience with Delta Airlines. I was in college and I was going home for uh, for Christmas break. Yes, for Christmas break. And <laughs> they, I had to pay $25 for my purse, for my book bag. And I think um, I think I had a, a, a duffel bag. Like, like, I think they tried to charge me for every piece of thing that I had. And I was like, excuse you? I just dropped $300 on these tickets. What is wrong with you? And I, I was so scared because, like, it just, uh, it, it gave me so much anxiety. And I had to call my mom. I was like, mom, they're trying to charge me for my purse and for my book bag and for my duffel bag. And then I don't have your money. And she was like, she's upset because of what they're charging. She was like, she's like, are you serious? They didn't even put this online. I'm no, mom, they didn't even say that. They never mentioned that I had to pay all of this until I got here. And so she was like, okay, okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you miss your flight, then just get on another one. We'll figure it out. Like, like she helped me in that moment, but I was, I was so, I was highly upset. And then after hearing a lot of uh, horror stories from Delta Airlines, maybe it was just, you know, wrong, wrong, wrong time, wrong, bad timing, wrong person, stuff like that. Hopefully that's what it is. But um, no, Southwest will just, if, if I'm ever planning a trip, those two free bags, you can't beat that with a stick. 
So I'm going to stick to what I know. (laughs) Yeah, I understand. Um, So, uh, you know, Whitley uh, sees Dwayne and and he's all dressed up in a suit, no glasses. Um, Okay, haircut. Haircut, yes. And, uh, you know, she's so surprised to see him and all of a sudden be like, what are you doing in first class? I mean, on this airplane. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, now, Whitley, you know you're wrong. And that's when I knew I was like, dear girl, you are spoiled. Because uh, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> and the only reason, but the only reason he's in first class is because his, uh, his uh, work is paying for it. Uh, Kanichiwa, and uh, he he really upgraded throughout the whole like the company basically because he was just a yeah. summer intern and now he's just doing business uh, like he's flying back and forth to different places. Uh huh. It, it seemed like he flied a lot because the flight attendant knew uh, Dwayne very well, which is like yeah. which, which is not normal because you're, if you're flying often, you're never going to see the same flight attendant. That was, yeah, that was my thing. I was just like, so are you never off the clock? Like, <laughs> why do you know this man so well? Yeah. Um, and and I mean, like, it was it was like they were backseat. Mm-hmm. And and then they had me thinking too, like, are y'all short staff? You know, like I started applying <laughs> in real life, my real life logic to the TV show, and I keep making that mistake. <laughs> I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> but um but yet, Dwayne, he he was a a very distinguished young man. Like we literally see the change from the goofy kid who fell in love with Denise to this guy who is evolving, and he's growing, and he's learning, he's understanding, he's uh he's starting to be more about his business. Um, he looked like he smelled good. <laughs> Um, and Whitley said it best. He looked like he just stepped out of Mr. Armani's showroom. <laughs> and I was like, ah, that's a dapper dude there. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. He even got business cards. Yes. Um, and uh, we find out that he's coming from Toronto. So he spent some time in Canada. <laughs> it was it was just so weird. So he like, and then he also mentioned Montreal. And then I'll, when he said that, I was like, wait, what? I was I was just there in May. Like, okay, right. I'm like, wait a minute, because you were just doing yeah. some fluid out activities. Yeah, I was just like, I was like, wow, they really. I, I just love the the love for Canada. Like, just. <laughs> I think it's a very underrated area. And when I say underrated, I mean like, you know, people people see Canada and they think of the maple syrup and they think about the the flag and the grassy, you know, but they don't really take Canada for what it really is. Mm-hmm. Like they don't take it for the beautiful mountainous areas. They don't take it for the fresh air that it gives. They don't take it for the views, literally, um, the culture that it had like the fact that there, that this area has countries within its whole land like the states it's not like that i mean mm. the states we got states that are cool but essentially we're lame compared compared to <laughs> the rest of the world like we're so basic and yeah pe- people don't appreciate things i feel like now like they might hop on it as a trend but like you know again they just recognize drake 
Bieber. Yeah, now, 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 yeah, now, like, because in 89, uh, there was no Drake and no Justin Bieber or Sean Mendes or all these other people. That are, are, yeah, I think he's from Ontario, if I'm not mistaken. He's Canadian. I just don't know where in, I think it would be Ontario, but I could be wrong. But um, yeah, because I feel like Drake has now like pushed Toronto to the rest of the world. And now Toronto has become like a, a tourist attraction because of Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably was a tourist attraction attraction before him. But like, I feel like like he's made it like a, a cool place to go to to visit um Toronto is nice uh you know for those if you have have never been there uh you should definitely go see the CN Tower which is uh if you see uh I don't know which album of Drake's but I think it's Views uh where he's sitting on this he's sitting on the CN Tower on the cover of that album oh okay yes I actually got to do the edge walk off of the CN Tower so I walked I'm out up and above like all I see the view of Toronto basically and I walked outside oh, wow. and you have to be harnessed because if you're not harnessed you could just fall off and die so uh, okay yeah because <laughs> they make you do things they make you like go backwards uh, so it has you gotta wow. be harnessed yeah um or, or okay. do like where you fly you know you face the world and fly wow um, this is active Yes, Uh, this is what I did on my first Toronto trip. Um, And of course, Niagara Falls is close by to Toronto. You you can also see the Niagara Falls from Buffalo, New York. But, you know, you can also see it from Toronto side, you know. You Uh, also could see it from Toronto side. Yes. Uh, And oh, yeah. And this is for kids. I don't think this is for like adults, but I loved I went to Canada's Wonderland. It's close by to Toronto. So um it's it's an amusement park uh just like similar to like six legs i was just uh, about to ask that okay yeah what else did i do in toronto it's been like six years since i've gone there um or i well i went again after after that time but it was Mm -hmm. just family stuff um yeah it's a nice place and then i yeah and i was in montreal montreal's nice it's 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 definitely a party city uh when you get into the summertime um and yeah, y'all uh, missed her Instagram stories, y'all. She was out there living her best life. She uh, good food, going to good parties. Poutines. I don't usually eat poutines. Like, we have poutines here, too. But, like, I'm not really a fan of it. But I was like, you know, when you're in Montreal, you got to eat the poutine, you know? Um, you got to eat the poutine. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So, a lot of poutines I had there. So, yeah. So, it's a, those two places are great places. Um, but I love to see that it is being represented on a different world. <laughs> so. Shout out to a different world and shout out to Cree Summer, who is the resident in the Canadian. Yes. On the set. I'm surprised that she, I don't know if she ever mentions Canada as like from her mouth. I don't think. It, no, I don't think so. I she's think she just mentioned New Mexico. On the reservation. Right. And then. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I wish she had more input and said some stuff about Canada. <laughs> yeah, I think that would I think if they would have played that up a bit, that would have given Freddie more that would have added more to her character. Yeah. Definitely. If they would have made her from Canada ex- and not New Mexico. I mean, I get they were trying to get uh the feel of like um what's the what's the word? Um I don't know, some, some 
I'll find it. But there's a word for somebody who like hasn't really had much of an experience or comes from somewhere that's like really rural, mm-hmm. you know. So they they were trying to to give Freddie that kind of a feel, and that Hillman was going to be like, you know, the place that makes her feel like the world is her oyster. Um, but I think if they would have made Freddie Canadian, like Cree, it would have given her more depth. Yeah. It would have given her a different side of, uh, uh, especially with Freddie being how she is as a character, with her being really political and militant and how she cares about the world. It would have added a culture shock because one, she would have been learning about um, Freddie the character, not Cree. Freddie the character would have been learning about how things operate in the U.S. versus Canada. And I think she could have brought, like, did some type of a melting pot type of situation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's the Dwayne Summer, basically. Um, mm-hmm. And so we now go to Gilbert Hall, where we see the co-ed dorms. We've, we've talked about a little bit about it already. And so this is the first time Kim and Freddie get to see each other since the end of or th- since the summertime, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kim, I don't know why she was doing this, but she was, like, kind of, like, hitting on Freddie and then <laughs> she was trying to surprise her. <laughs> I was like, this is how you like greet your friends? Like, I, that was, it was just weird to me. <laughs> she was trying to surprise her because she knew that was going to get Freddie to turn around and like literally look her in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't do that. But um, when I, when I came back to school, I, I randomly visited my friend um, and got her some stuff for her birthday. And I didn't tell her that I was coming. Like we had just been talking. And I remember where she told me that she stayed at on campus. And so I knocked on the door and then she just opened it. And she thought that I was somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then she like had to do a double take. And was like, oh my God. Like, hey girl. So yeah, it was fun. Um, Kim was just trying to be <laughs> really creative in doing that. Um, that's probably something that I would have done though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and so uh, we find out that uh, Kim has a haircut, but not on her terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was because uh, she got too close to a Bunsen burner and end up, uh, I guess her hair went on fire, or I don't know, it worked, uh-huh. basically, and then she had to get a cut. Uh, so, but it's still it's still good. She still looks good with the, I don't know why yeah. she never say still. I, I they always when you say still like you know like you still look good it's it sounds like oh well you're not supposed to look good so yeah, yeah, right I, I need to stop saying the still part but she looks good uh, with this haircut and uh I guess it was a good mistake <laughs> uh it was I think it gave Kim a little little attitude it added to her um to her personality that was already bubbly that was already um personable mm-hmm you know, Kim was always kind, a kind-hearted person, and you can tell that she was. And you know, of course, that along with her pearly white smile, you know, yeah. I, I, it just, it just, it just all came together. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So we're now in the door. Um, we're in um, Kim, Kim's. I guess it's Kim and Whitley's dorm room, but there is a man in there, and. Um, <laughs> This this doesn't make any sense because this is not his room. 
And uh, Quincy, so his name is Quincy. And he was like, yeah, this is my room. Uh, and he looks at his paper with the room assignment and he's like, oh, no, it's actually, actually I'm supposed to be in third floor. It's the same room, but on a different floor. And so he's like, OK, OK, I, I will leave. And apparently he left his underwear with his name on it. What is their name on their underwear? <laughs> OK, so I'm glad it wasn't just me <laughs> because when she said his name, I was like, girl, how do you know his name? He didn't say his name. Um, that whole conversation encounter was hilarious mm-hmm. because at first he was just willing to be all like, well, we're roomies. <laughs> I should probably tell you, I snore. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, dude, so you just going to be okay with this? And then on top of that, he's like a country bumpkin. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, the accent is really, really thick. Um, and, and so it's not just like a, well, I snore. It's, well, I hate to tell you this, but I snore. So that that just makes it all the more funny. And then and Kim knew, like she was really adamant. She's like, all right now, you might want to look at your room assignment. Well, it says it right here. Gilbert Hall, 20 Y, third floor. Then that's a third floor. I'll be <laughs> but a minute. Like that, that's when you when you start to see the real essence of Quincy. And then the only way that I know for any writing to be on any underwear was the day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) And that was, I don't even know when that stopped being a thing. Like, I I remember that was like 1995 type of thing. Like, I remember having, having, being a child and having days of the week underwear. And I'm just like, what is this? You a grown man. But, also, people are weird. I hope that people wouldn't be that weird mm-hmm. to be still in undergarments because ill. Yeah. But I, I get the importance of putting your name on stuff. <laughs> it's not on your underwear, but, man. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> and um, so now we're in Jaleesa's room where she had, it looks like she has a brand new room because it's not the same room that we saw in season two. This must be like right. on a different floor or something like that. And but she's still sharing it with Freddie. Like it's so weird. Like, do you just pick who your roommates are this for like two years in a row? So in my experience with choosing housing, if you with if you wanted to have a friend be a roommate, they had to be eligible to also stay in the same dorm. And you would look to see what's available and you would put your bid in for for the space. And you and your, your, your roommate that you would want would have to do this at the same time. Oh. And then you would have to pay. But again, that's, that's in my experience. I'm not sure how other schools did it. Um, I'm not sure. And, and when I say that, I mean, like, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a matter of going to the housing office and then putting in a request. Or if you have to apply for it all together in person, um, if there's an online payment, do you reserve your spot online or do you reserve an appointment to get this done? I'm not sure how, how other schools function in that way. Um, and for y'all out there, yeah, let's talk about it. What, what was your experience like with booking your housing and stuff like that? I, 
Um, because of course, like when you're a freshman, they no, I'm not gonna say of course, because again, every school might be different. With Alabama State, they mailed me my rooming assignment. And uh, and this was a part of basically like my welcome packet. And they told me what dorm I was staying in, which room. Now, I don't think they assigned beds. I think beds were first come, first serve. But you just knew what room you were in. And the dorm that they had me in, my mother said, absolutely not. And <laughs> we changed my dorm all together and went to a different dorm in a different room. And I'm glad she did that. But um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Like, like it, it's kind of hard to tell whether or not they were just assigned the same room together or if they worked it out that way. I wouldn't be surprised if Jaleesa and Freddie worked together to get that done. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but but this year, Jaleesa is also an RA. Maybe she had first dibs. Yeah, but I just like, it's so weird. I'm like, why isn't Freddie and Kim together? Like, they, like they seem more close in friends. Oh, yeah, that did make more sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, that's why I was like, well, how are they in the same, like, assignment as the year before? If they're more close in yeah. friends. Um, unless, and, and I'm only saying unless, maybe Kim and Whitley maybe arranged for mm-hmm. something to happen. Hmm. Part two. I don't know. Possibilities are literally endless. Yeah. So we're in the uh, her dorm, uh, Jaleesa's dorm room, and Walter comes in and says, "There's a dorm violation uh, for a fail to kiss the uh, the resident director uh, in within 20 seconds." And so she has a punishment. (laughs) uh, But the problem is with this punishment, it keeps getting interrupted by people. Uh, a girl named Ava c- came and talked about her issue with her roommates and then Freddie mm-hmm. came because this is her dorm room mm-hmm. yeah that, that's the whole situation with um, this is like a just I feel like a filler honestly in this episode yeah because I mean we, we see very clearly what's going on here mm-hmm. um, and they and, and you can just tell that they're trying to pass the time yeah and also i i like but the, the one thing i do like is jaleesa like so when ava came with her issue um jaleesa was like i think i should deal with the girl problems and you should deal with the 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 boy or male problems and he's like there's no uh there is no uh male or female problems in the dorm like it's it's a dorm problem right there's no gender to it oh. and then all of a sudden <laughs> Freddie's like uh, there, the vending machine in the ladies' room is uh, like broken, basically. And he's like, "Okay, Jaleesa, you do it." <laughs> so he was like, he like went back on what he said. <laughs> right now, I also agreed with Jaleesa, especially because Walter made it very clear that he had already been. Well, no, because we haven't gotten there yet. Sorry, I was about to jump ahead. Um, and yeah, you know what I'm talking. About. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Walter ha- has shown in different ways, kind of subtle, not not very large in part, but um, he's kind of shown a little bit that him and chauvinism kind of got a, got a thing going on. And Jaleesa is kind of like, 
trying to reverse that in a way or try to alleviate how it makes her feel. And I do believe that, yes, she should she should handle the female issues only because Walter makes it clear that he don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, and that's okay. You know, if you if you feel more comfortable being able to handle a guy's issues because you are a guy, that makes sense. I would rather you yield to a woman when it comes to women's issues than to mansplain everything or to handle a woman's issue. Um, handle handle a woman like a guy. I would rather you do. I would rather you let the woman handle it than for you to handle a woman the same way that you handle a guy. Because everything is not clear cut. Everything is not 50-50 when it comes to men and women. Um, and also, where does, why do y'all have a vending machine in the bathroom? <laughs> I know. I just don't. <laughs> I don't understand. This episode is kind of weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> when she said that, I'm, wait a minute. So y'all, first of all, what if I don't have to use the bathroom? Yeah. You telling me that if I just want me a, a can of Coke, I got to go where everybody is doing their business just to <laughs> give me something to drink? Oh, no. No, we need to write a letter to the dean because this ain't going to work. <laughs> so we're back on the plane and Whitley talks about her trip in Europe, uh, specifically Italy. Um, I understood everything she was saying, uh, so I'll, I'll break it down what she was basically saying. So she originally she was saying how beautiful Rome was and it's like the internal city or whatever. And, mm-hmm. then, you know, and so Dwayne's like so into that. Right. Because he's like, like Italy is beautiful. Like it, it's mm-hmm. like and then she was like, yeah. And then all the the shops near the Spanish steps. So uh, when I went to the Spanish steps, um there are high a uh, high i would say high end i don't know how it is in the 89 but when i went mm-hmm. there was a lot of high end sh- stores literally by uh the spanish steps so uh if that's the case she's talking about all these shops that had all these designer like stuff oh i think i know what you're talking about so one of my best friends she and her husband they are travel bugs okay like they cannot sit still (laughs) Mm -hmm. and every year for their wedding anniversary they go somewhere extravagant this year was Santorini Greece and oh that's beautiful I had a great time oh my god the 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 footage that she got I could have fell out oh my lord I can't wait I can't wait till she tells me about her travelogue okay so but she they went they did a European tour Mm. 2019 18 or 19 they did a european tour they did spain italy and and france i've been told them <laughs> she oh my god you guys are so lucky she like i was on facetime with her like she would call me and i'm calling her and so one of the places she she did show me where the shops were and they were just lined up i think it was like 
I think I saw Coach, um, uh, Prada, Isaac Mizrahi. Um, mm, those other Cartier. Everybody who who costs too much, I saw them <laughs> on that Facetime. And but I don't remember her mentioning the Spanish Steps, but I, I that could have still been the area. But like from from what I saw on Facetime and from her pictures, I think like uh, I think the the area is like like the ground isn't like a cobblestone type of ground, yeah, or like a weird brick looking, yeah, yeah. and and. It it just it looks antique. It it looks like it's been well preserved over the years. It looks historical. You you feel like you've stepped back in time when you're there. And again, I was on the phone. So <laughs> I can only imagine how I would have felt if I would have literally been standing there. So I, I've gone to Italy twice, or and specifically Rome, I've gone twice. Uh, the, oh. When I went to Italy, uh, the two, two different times I went, I went to different parts of Italy. So the first time I went, we went northern, uh, and we spent more time in, Ver- no, yeah, spent time more around Venice area, because that's where I have family. Uh, okay. But the second time I went the southern part, but I both times I had to go to Rome. So the first okay. time I went to Rome, Unfortunately, the Spanish steps were under construction, so you couldn't even get past oh. to get on. Yeah, so it was like, oh man, like this, like I hate when, like I hate when you travel somewhere like to see things, and also they're under construction. But then the second time I went there, uh, I, it wasn't. It was it was nice. I was able to walk. Uh, I think I went. I think the only time I went it was at night, but uh, it was just it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, thank God, you know, now my second time being here, I get to come and just walk up the steps. But yeah, it's just that area is just so bougie. <laughs> Ooh. With the with the amount of like it's just like high end, like if we think about like designer stuff, it's all there. Like, so you know. Listen, so I, I didn't I didn't spend much time there because I, I don't I can't afford that. I don't have that, that's I, not that lifestyle. <laughs> See, that's like I, I need to be a little bit rich or at least rich adjacent. Um, and I am uh, patiently awaiting my time uh-huh. to be able to go because I know that I'm going to have a ball yeah. when I get there. Yeah. And so uh, Whitley was talking about her motto when it came to her shopping. Uh, so if the shoe fits, buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, that's not my motto. Uh, it's like it's check, check, the, check, check the bank first uh, to see if I have one. <laughs> Listen, it, it like exactly. And then when, when we get there, when we check the bank account, it's a matter of which shoe <laughs> that I can buy. <laughs> because <laughs> Nikes <laughs> are 200. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though 200 sounds small in number, you know, I can't, I can't just be going around buying this stuff. You know, Jay-Z said it best. He said, if you can't buy it twice, you can't afford it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and I know for sure I'm never going to to Nike and buying two pairs of shoes that are not on clearance. So <laughs> yeah, totally agree with you. 
Mm -hmm. So Barbara, uh, since this is the last flight that um, um, Dwayne's going to have for a very long time, uh, Barbara has given him a, a present of snacks. Uh, I think it was it was a cashews, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's like something with cashews nuts. or peanuts or it's something yeah. with nuts. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, um, he's so happy. And like you could just tell like uh, Whitley is just not she's just jealous of this moment. Like the oh. attention's not her. And she's like, can I get some ice? And she and Barbara's like, we ran out. <laughs> We're all out. I was like, oh. <laughs> she was not playing with her. Like Whitley was being really rude to her. Mm -hmm. and, and Barbara handled that with much grace because yeah. I don't think I would have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't see it in the cards for me. And so Dwayne started talking about, you know, he started, uh, so as a summer intern, he started off as an assistant in research and development. And then he became a company hero because he was able to debug, uh, debug a program. Um, and so then that caused him to be able to travel for work. And they're now, and they're also going to be offering him a nice job after he graduates. So it just, it all worked out for him this summer, um, which is great, you know. You always want to have a job after you graduate because that's like not absolutely so, that's so uncommon uncommon nowadays. It's like unfortunately a lot of people don't get jobs right away. So the yeah. fact that it's already waiting for him, that's that's amazing for him. Right, because uh, I think he even still I don't even, he's not a senior yet. No, uh is he in his third year? Third year. Yeah, yeah. I think this, yeah, he's a, a junior. So for him to have be able but for him to have been able to land a job that will literally hold a spot for him for a year and a half ish. Yeah. That's love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, and Dwayne even has cards, uh, like a business card. So he gives one to Whitley and, um, you know, Whitley was like, Oh, it's not nice paper. It's amazing. And then she tries to put it in her purse and he's like, what are you doing? Like, I, I want that back. And then, uh, so he's trying to grab it. And then all of a sudden she puts it in her, in, in her uh -huh. shirt. And, um, and he just, she's like, come and get it. <laughs> and I was like, girl, now you know, that ain't fair. Cause first of all, even if you did get it, it wouldn't have been hard, ma'am. You have mosquito bites, <laughs> ma'am. And then, then it's just, you ain't have to do him like that. Mm -hmm. Girl, please. Like, you're supposed to be subtly flirting. That's yeah. not how you subtly flirt. <laughs> that That's how you just lay it all out for him on the tape. Mm -hmm. My man. But, uh, and then all of a sudden the plane has some turbulence and that freaks Willie out. So then she's like, oh no, I need to hold on to you. <laughs> Drama. Yeah. And so we're now back at Gilbert Hall and, you know, Walter is talking to the, the whole, um, the, the whole people, all the people that are in the dorm room and he has some uh -huh. rules. Uh, number one, you cannot be naked at all, which Julie so is like, that makes it hard when people need to shower. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's not going to work out. Uh, uh, number rule, uh, number, sorry, number, <laughs> number two, no underwear on your head. Why, why would people do that? <laughs> because boys are stupid when they want to be. Um, I don't know what it is, but when you let boys be boys by themselves, stupidity can ensue <laughs> mm. and doing stuff like putting drawers on your head 
jumping off beds, trying to see how quickly you can bump chests with each other if, if you jump off the beds from the middle and into the middle of the room. Um, or stuff like Theo and his engineer roommates happen. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I mean, and I guess with girls, like, you know, we are the sleepover, pillow fight, TV watching, you know, crying at movie type of thing. Not all of us, but, you know, that that's how we're pretty much glamorized as or glossed over as. Um, and that's what they just—that's what they think we do in our free time. When really we could be on our phones and just be chilling. But um, yeah, more than likely you will find a guy that age doing something crazy. Like college boys, they—they uh, they are interesting. <laughs> I've seen plenty of of crazy stuff from the boys being a freshman in college. So Walter, he—he he hit the head on the nail there. He know he know his boys. Mm-hmm. And so then he has three three words that he likes to go by. It's trust, uh, responsibility, and expulsion. I don't know where that why that is part of his words. <laughs> it it was the equation, you know. It was you know if you have trust, like like I trust you to have <laughs> responsibility, and if you don't utilize that. You will be expelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it all goes hand in hand. Uh, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And during this whole conversation. <laughs> okay. Quincy. Um, so he, so oh, yeah, he made, he, he's, he talks about how, <laughs> what if a girl uh, is bleeding and unconscious? Uh, I think, is it in the girl's dorm or in the, in the, I can't remember if he's saying the girl's uh, He said on the, on the steps. So like Walter was enforcing the curfew. Uh-huh. And so he, so he was saying like, you know, let's say it's after curfew and this girl is on the stairs bleeding and all this. <laughs> um, can, would it be okay if I put it in the bathroom and then I can make sure that she okay <laughs> and, and all of that. And now my thing is, Quincy, this is entirely too specific. <laughs> <laughs> like, you oh, yeah, remember like, I'm saying like, what if a girl was drunk? Can I take her to a room? Like, you know, and even then they probably would have been like, no, you need to come get me if she's drunk. Yeah. You know, but he was really just trying to find a justifiable way to take the girl in the bathroom and be in the room with her or, you know, something of the sort without getting in trouble. <laughs> and then uh, Walter's response, uh, response is based on the, the, the name of Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing, <laughs> period. <laughs> And even Jaleesa had to be like, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> she doesn't say anything, but like, if you just look at how she naturally reacted to that, I was just like, yeah, okay, y'all working together. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So everyone uh, leaves and uh, Whitley and Dwayne comes. And Whitley says hi to Kim and Dwayne tries to say hi to Freddie. And Freddie was like, oh my God, you're a whole different person. Uh, right. And, um, uh, you know, Dwayne was like, uh, do you need me to help you take your bags to your room? And she's like, I'm okay. Thank you. Like, uh, thank you for all, uh, like what you've done. And, mm-hmm. so, you know, Dwayne is, uh, off to go to his, uh, his apartment, but, um, Whitley ends up kissing him. This is now the second time. Okay. I, he, they also kissed in the last <laughs> season. 
Um, and also, uh-huh. so this is now their second time, and they're not together. Like it's just like right. This, this is Walter. Yeah, they kissed at Walter and Delisa's wedding preparation. No, no, no. Uh, oh, no, that was mm, that's this is over here. Go over here. No, they. So um, I can't remember what episode it was, but it was a episode where uh, Whitley was when supposed to see Denise. No, Whitley was supposed to have a a date to the dance. And oh, um, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. And then they, um, Dwayne and Suzanne broke up. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Wow. And we talked about that episode. Wow. Yeah. So, and they <laughs> they kissed at, at the door just like this. It's a yeah. repeat. So, um, and she just kissed him to say thank you, basically. I was like, wow, that's is that how we say thank you to people nowadays? Just now, now that was the thing I, I was conflicted on if the kiss was planned or not. Because, well, of of course, the kiss was unbeknownst to Dwayne. Mm -hmm. But, you know, only Whitley really knows, like, if it was innocent or if she was just, you know, planning that kiss. Because, you know, it it was a good execution of, it was was a good way to to leave mystery. Um, Because, again, like, it's hard to tell whether or not you know, the kiss was real or if the kiss was uh, unplanned. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then he leaves and everyone is staring at her and she's like, how was everyone's summer? And I was just like... Okay, okay. and it's like, girl, you ain't finna just kiss this man and then just gonna ask me how my summer was. Like, you ain't just kiss this man in front of my face. Yeah, and like, everyone is just staring at her. It was, it was crazy. Like... Anyways, uh, so we're now at Ron and Dwayne's apartment, uh, and uh, Ron is trying to. There, there's a cockroach, I guess. Uh, I don't know what he was trying to do. Try to kill it, like with the spray. Yeah, he, he was trying. He was trying to pinpoint it so he can, yeah, so he can kill it. Yeah, and so Dwayne comes in, and Ron is like, "Oh my god, you're a whole different person, like in your suit." Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and okay. <laughs> I laughed both times watching this. Okay. So uh, Ron says that he, uh, Dwayne looks like Arsenio Hall. And uh, oh, yes. <laughs> which he, to be honest, he does. <laughs> he does, actually. And then, <laughs> just like, I was just like, I was like, yeah. Like, if you think about Arsenio back then, like, he kind of looked like that. Um, yes, he did. And um, <laughs> I, I like how Ron was like, let me see your gums. Are, are they uh, three feet high? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Dwayne like closes his mouth. He's like, I don't want you to see my teeth. <laughs> because it's crazy. Because like Dwayne already has like a naturally big smile. <laughs> like when he opened his mouth, it, it's just teeth. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And, and you know, like I heard it happen, but like to to sit and analyze it, yeah, <laughs> that just made my day. Because like I'm I'm imagining like a side by side picture of them now, or like of them back then. Not now, I think they're right. They look right back then, because yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, Dwayne is a little healthy, but <clears throat> yeah, wow. Oh. I'm surprised Arsenio was never on this show, but I guess I don't know if he was just too old to be on the show or 
considered? I don't know. I, I don't know. Cause like, he was I mean, technically he the same. His own show, and he was he did feature on Living Single that one year. Yeah. Well, that was after this, though. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but um, so uh, Ron has uh, mentioned to uh, Dwayne that the, he's invited some guests, and you know, Dwayne's like, "I'm exhausted, like I'm tired," and Ron was like, "Well, there, it's like ladies coming." And uh, so while Dwayne's moving his stuff, all of a sudden Ron was like, you smell like perfume, like expensive perfume and like grabs him and like smells him. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Dwayne casually was like, it's probably Whitley's. And I, oh my God, Ron's, I had to like repeat this part where his face, like it's a whole like gif right there. Like, like, what? Like (laughs) you just casually like, and he like looks at the camera like, See, I, I like the way Dwayne said that so smoothly because if it actually was something, <laughs> that would have just made him look player player. Like, yeah, he he would have looked like the man then. Yeah. So it's uh, so yeah, and so uh, and um, he was like, "How does Whitley's perfume jumps onto yours?" And it's because of the whole turbulence thing, and mm-hmm. um, and so Dwayne points out that him and Willie are just friends and so Ron was like okay perfect opportunity for me I'll, I'll go after her and no, so he's like no he's she's not your type uh and yeah so it, it I was it was just weird like because Ron was never like this in the last season like why is he after Whitley now uh, I think so like you know how you know what nope the simplest way that I can put it, Ron is Nikki Parker. <laughs> Only thing is, he didn't get the girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Ron knew that Whitley was not into him. Yeah. He knew that he didn't have a chance for her at all. But he still wanted to try anyway. Mm-hmm. And he only had that kind of luck with Kim. Yeah. And y'all won't come to understand that later in the show as well. <laughs> um, but I do have a question. Now, what kind of perfume? Like, I'm trying to figure out how perfume gets on somebody else that easily. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't actually, I haven't worn, per- oh, this is so bad to say, I haven't worn perfume in like years. Um, it's, it's not that I'm against perfume. But it's just, um, I don't know if I'm just lazy. I just, I just, I like, I just. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes soap just, the soap do the job. I just, I I just haven't found something that smells like me. Like, so I, and I just don't want to put something I don't like, so. That's real. Yeah. That is real. Like, I I like a a neutral smelling scent. Mm -hmm. I like a scent that, um, so like. If cologne wasn't weird for women to wear, I would wear cologne because it makes no sense how much I love cologne. Um, But I like a scent that is really neutral. I don't like a really sweet smelling kind. I don't like that fruity smelling stuff. So like y'all can miss me with the Bath and Body Mist spray. I'm sorry. Um, And now I am a little bougie. I I like the... uh, I love white diamonds. 
Red Door by Elizabeth Arden. Um, Givenchy, what what is it? One of the Givenchy's I liked, and then there's Obsession. Mm-hmm. And I like those. Those are the ones where like you 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 put on one spray, <laughs> and you're good. Like literally, you, you can spray it like once or twice at the top. Spray East Rich, East Rich, each wrist, Lord, <laughs> and you're good. You don't need nothing else on with that but yeah something that smells like cologne but but still smells a little bit feminine I like something that I could wear uh that something I could wear out to dinner but also something I could wear just because it's hot outside um I'm I haven't found that perfect scent yet I might just have to create it but um I, I I don't blame you for not putting on the perfume, you know, especially since we've been out in this, this pandemic, you know, <laughs> we didn't have a real place for us to be going getting out. all dressed up and spraying all the good smells and smelling like the Renaissance of 1920, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I feel you, but I, I really am just curious to know which of these scents or, or, or what is, in the formula of the scent that is transferable from body to body <laughs> uh, because you have to be hev- like I'm wondering are you heavily saturated in this <laughs> because the only explanation I can get is that your bodies are so pressed against each other and even then why <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and, and and it's all on your clothes and people can smell you know, I've seen way too many older movies and TV shows where we talk about, you smell like another woman. And it's like, well, how? how? Like, mm-hmm. at, at what point does this happen? So, yeah, maybe there's some research that, that could be done. Yeah. Uh, so we're now in Gilbert Hall and Whitley is uh, in her room uh, talking to uh, Kim and Freddie and Freddie's helping out with the moving in process. And mm-hmm. Whitley is saying that co-ed uh, dorms are the, I don't know how you say it, it's like the death of um, of dating, basically, because all the men will now see you how you're the real, your real self, basically, because, you know, if you have, you know, if you have a, like a mask on or in, in case of uh, Whitley, which I, 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 I know it's, so, it's different for different women, women, but like she, um, uh, was it called waxes her mustache? Is that what she said? Or something like yeah, 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 she waxes. Yeah, um, I, I, and I'm with Freddie, and Freddie was like, "You have a massage? Like, I just, I just, I'm, 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 because I, I'll be honest, I have, uh, I'm very uh, soft. I've been told by many people, um, <laughs> but so I don't deal. I don't actually do a lot of like, um, like care, I guess. Which is sometimes that's not a good thing, but um, like with Whitley, you you always see her putting the mask on, you know, doing. Oh like, yeah, she got a regimen. Yeah. So, but like I'm like with Freddie, I'm like I'm just natural. Like I just so. Same. Uh, you know, I get up, wash my face, wash my body, brush my teeth. Mm-hmm. You know, comb my hair a little bit, put some clothes on, and I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I don't like. 
so why like these are the people that are in your dorm are you gonna date them like I like because there's other people you'll date from other dorms so I didn't like I just didn't get her point um you know Whitley has you know how Whitley always feel like she gotta one-up somebody Mm -hmm. I think she was just you know keeping up with that because you know Whitley's uh her personality precedes her like people don't even have to know Whitley personally to know that oh there's Whitley Gilbert um even like like they can see the way that she walks oh she must be Whitley Gilbert you know so um I think she she does a lot of well Whitley likes attention so I think she does certain things for attention and for the sole purpose of being able to say like mm-hmm, period it's me mm-hmm. but so maybe that that's the reasoning behind it yeah. And so, um, so she's like, yeah, so there's no mystery. And so, uh, Kim was like, you don't have to worry about losing the mystery because you got Dwayne. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, no, we're just friends. Like, just like how what Dwayne said earlier, we're just friends, nothing uh-huh. else. Um, and, uh, Kim was like, I don't know about those, that kiss though. <laughs> okay. Cause that was not a friendly kiss. That was uh- not a platonic kiss that like that's like like Freddie said you know he made just guys friendly <laughs> um yeah yeah so um uh yeah and I know okay I don't know if this is wrong on Kim's part but Kim brings up you remember in the last season I don't know if we talked about this episode or I did this by myself but there was an episode where she had like these like dreams uh like more sexual more <laughs> yeah. sexual dreams of Dwayne. Um and so she brings basically brings it up and Freddie doesn't know any of this stuff. And so Freddie was like, wait, you had dreams about Dwayne? Like <laughs> all right, because that yeah. So I think that that was like the best friend boundary. Like I think it was okay for her to bring it up because of them being best friends. Mm-hmm. Now, it like let's say if they were amongst different companies, that Kim probably would have utilized wisdom and not brought that up. Yeah, but they were amongst girls. There, and and more specifically, they are each other's girls. So. You know, um, it's kind of common for for a friend to just throw a little something in there, like uh huh. But I remember, just like in season six, with uh, the episode is called "Homie, Don't You Know Me," and uh, Yolanda brought up that that cool butt brother that Lena was messing with in high school. So I, I think it I think it's a matter of the dynamic. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know what you can do within the barrier. Mm-hmm. Of, of your friendship um but but even the, the dynamic with Whitley and Kim like even w- when Kim may have said something to make Whitley go excuse you like <laughs> they're chasing each other around the room or like it's a back and forth and then it just ends up being like a like a best friend type of argument and then they make up and then next next episode you don't even think about it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and Kima even apologized and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I slipped up. <laughs> like, cause like, uh, uh, Willie was like, you swore a swore to secrecy not to say anything. So, um, Kimberly, I told you that in company. Yeah. And so, um, Willie leaves cause she's just over this whole conversation. And, um, so we, uh, we now go to, oh, and then, uh, <laughs> Freddie starts looking at, uh, Willie's bags, uh, and like all of a sudden Willie's like, do not touch my bags. Um, and so, (laughs) yes. And so, uh, we're back with Walter and, um, they're, they're just talking this part. I didn't really like catch, but they're just talking about, you know, men and women and Jaleesa says men are crazy. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, uh, all of a sudden Quincy comes in and says, uh, the girl's dorm bathroom is flooded. How does he know? (laughs) Okay, because because he sat there playing his game. I swear to beans, I didn't go in there. I swear I didn't go in there. So so yeah, that was the first thing that I said. <laughs> How do you know that that girl's dorm? I mean that the, that the girl's bathroom is flooded. Like he, he Walter was smart when he said, "Get that boy's name." <laughs> because what are you doing? Yeah, I just where are you going? You don't know where you at. Sir, yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta keep your eyes on Quincy. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so when he hear they hear about this, Walter ends up taking Jaleesa's blanket to clean the the floor. <laughs> like I just, I was just like, uh, see, no, because I would have been on Walter's back, <laughs> right then and there. I don't care if you could buy me another comforter. I want that one. I've been yeah. sleeping with that one, and mm-hmm. you thought. That that one little comforter was gonna handle a whole flood. Yeah, boy, if you don't get Dean Hughes on the phone mm-hmm. and get out of my face. Also, I did. I just recognized that Letty isn't there. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention this. Uh, so Mary Alice will no longer be on a different world. I don't know why I didn't say that at the beginning of this episode. So yeah, she is no longer uh, part of the show. I don't know what the reason was. Um, I, I was actually usually I would always have like these fun facts of the difference between season two and season three. And usually I would find that information, but I it was I was having trouble. Like there was there's not much of like comparison of season two and season three. So, yeah. But that was the biggest where she is no longer there. Uh, I guess Walter has taken over her uh, her job. Um, maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But they never mentioned of her being gone, which is weird. They don't. They don't even like speak of Letty at all. Yeah. In this season, like it ju- it's just the season two finale, which I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's the episode where Ron and Dwayne first move into their apartment. Mm-hmm. And then they have that party at the end where Mr. Gaines is playing the piano and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last time that we see Letty. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So I- they also did the same thing with Stevie, huh? Yeah, that's true. Well, no, they they had uh they said that she oh got- Stevie got married. Yeah, so yeah. they yeah. because I think that it was easier to do that mid because they're in mid season. They they had to make an excuse mid season, right? Um, but this like she ended she stayed with the show until the end, so uh, till the end of the season. So I don't know. It's I don't know. She maybe she went. She started going back to traveling and doing her own thing. I, like I just don't know. Um, I don't know. And maybe Stevie married that geology professor. <laughs> yeah. 
and so we are now at uh, Ron and Dwayne's apartment, and Dwayne is just dancing like he has his tie on his head. He got the tie on the head, and, and I, I, don't we see him in that outfit like more than once? The like the the blue and the probably, yeah. but that's like normal in real life. People have they have to wear this right. <laughs> I that's what, you know that's you know that's like the number one thing that I it bothers me. It's like I never see the same outfit on any show. And I'm like to myself, like if I have a TV show, like because I hope to have to create one TV show. Yes. Um if if it's if it's multiple episodes, like if like the person's like at home in their pajamas, it gotta be the same pajamas because like they should not have different pajamas every time. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just okay. it just I so that, like that's normal. Like I I like that when they show like repeated clothes because in real life I'm I'm wearing I'm wearing this I wore the sweater like three times this week. So it's like, hey, you know, so because laundry, yeah. So <clears throat> this is this is how the real world is, and um, yeah. And so uh, Willie comes and Willie's like, oh, so Dwayne has become a whole different person. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like from the she earlier saw a real bachelor pad. Yeah, from the time where he was in his suit to now wearing less clothes, basically, and dancing yep. for an audience. And um, Ron, uh, like, basically goes after her. And all of a sudden, Dwayne is, notices that uh, Willie's there. So he's like, Ron, go in. Like, he grabs, yeah. he grabs uh, Whitley. And, um, you know, Whitley came. So her purpose was to come to see Dwayne. But then uh, she was like, oh, I actually have to go because um, after she saw what was happening, she was like, oh, I, I came to see a friend in this building, but I don't think he's here because it's not the same suit guy that from before. <sighs> Whitley is just ugh, annoying. <laughs> yeah. She get on my nerves. Let the boy be the boy. Mm hmm. But um, and then, yeah, and then Dwayne gives her a, a, a new card because I guess the other card got crushed <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> during the turbulence. And um, so Whitley comes back to uh, Gilbert Hall, not really happy. She seemed like kind of sad. And uh, Willie sees Freddie just sitting there. And Freddie was like, like everyone uh, in this school ha- has their life changed um like they had an experience uh over the summer uh so she uses an example with uh kim worked in the lab and um willie went all over europe but you know for her she spent her summer at summer school i um i think the first year well first couple years of school i did take summer school but the thing is i made sure that i got july and august off and i would have my my summer but usually school for us school ends um in April, the end of April, if you're in university, oh. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about high school. Um, high school is uh, June, but, um, okay. but university it's, uh, it's uh, end of April. And then you have summer courses starting in May, June, July, and August. And depending on the course, so sometimes you could take a course that takes the whole four months, or you take a course that's only one month, which is like intensive, which that's what I did. Um, or you could take a course that takes the two months, which is less intensive. So, um, so I would always make sure that I have summer off. Did I have experiences in between those summers? Uh, not really. Not until I turned 21. Um, mm-hmm. That's when I went to Europe for the first time on my own. Well, not my, on my own, but I went with my cousins. Um, okay. And I went to Ethiopia for the first time. So got to see that uh, country f- 
for the first time because you hear things about you know you learn about countries and you're like is that the same expectation until you, like until you get there you, you see something different right so mm-hmm. so the year that I turned 21 that was uh I had a lot of experience by all the other ones I it was just mostly working I didn't I didn't go nowhere so um so nothing really changed me as like it didn't change me as a person <laughs> during the summertime mm-hmm. so so yeah, it's it's normal for people to take summer school. Like it's it it is, and I did not learn that until college. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was growing up, summer school meant that you messed up during the school year. No, and so but see, I've only known that for elementary and high and high school. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't know that for college. Yeah, but I remember. A few people asking me, like, you going to take summer courses? And I'm like, no. What, what am I? What would I do that? Like, <laughs> I didn't mess up. And my mom even said to me, she had asked me one time, like, you want to do summer school? I said, wait, people actually do that on their own? She was mm-hmm. like, yeah, why wouldn't they? I, I said, because, ma, I've been living my whole life not going to summer school because I knew that summer school meant you messed up at school. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, baby, no, I'm sorry. No, they do. They do willingly take summer classes in the, in the summertime, whatever. But then and that's when I learned that, like, you know, some classes are only offered in the summer. Some some classes may only be the intensive where it's a month, whatever. Um, in the States. Uh, yeah, of course, like I said, every school is different. But for the most part, um, you're taking finals. Uh, round about the end of April and then round about Mother's Day is when you should be, you know, heading home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's typically when spring commencements take place as well. Um, but I, I think, um, well, I don't know. It could depend on, on your course, but um, I know for some schools, that you would probably have to go according to how they do um, schooling as far as the summer semester is concerned. Um, so I don't know. It, it, you, uh, it might be set up to where you could have a choice or it could be, it could be where it's already fixed and you just got to follow what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then... <laughs> Willie just walks away. <laughs> She's like, I don't need to deal with this crap. And uh, we end with this episode just like that. Um, yeah. So we had a few guest stars on this episode. Um, we are, I already mentioned you were not part of this episode because I know I was by myself. But there was uh, Hugh, uh, Hugh W. Allen. Uh, oh, Allen. Allen. Yeah. Well, he's sorry. He's Debbie Allen's brother. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So he's playing uh, Quincy. Uh, he mm-hmm. for multiple episodes. He uh, he actually didn't do any other acting. Like it's it literally was just a different role. So basically, he's like like W was like, do you want to do some acting? And he's like, sure. And then that like yeah. that, or she was like that. to him like she probably said to him like, hey, we need somebody, and I can't find nobody. You, I need you here at this time because also if you notice, so like the opening came from season two and he is in it yeah and we don't see him as a character until season three 
No, he was in season two. It was just the the episode was risky. Oh, he business. was something else. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he, no, no. He was the same person, but he was in risky business uh, with Claire Huxtable. So it was a whole family affair, basically, in that oh, episode. Yeah, you're. So why? Wait, because why would y'all have him in that episode and then have him as like a freshman? Oh, is he playing this season? Oh, yeah, he's a freshman. Oh yeah, Kinderman, you are right. He is playing two different characters. Mm. Well, it's just like um that one character. Okay, so follow me. The episode of the military ball. Um, not the military ball, where where they're honoring Colonel Taylor. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne and Whitley make the bet about uh how she can't effervesce or how she can't, you know, flirt. In conversation yeah the, the guy who walked up to her and was like you looking good in the pink or whatever and Dwayne walked over and was like ah hey Whitley what's up um he also plays one of Dwayne's students later in the show oh. um like when Dwayne becomes when he officially becomes Mr. Wayne yeah he's officially a professor um and and he was like yeah we're doing a test every week and he got excited about that Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah that's the same dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just, I really don't like when they bring people back playing different characters. Like it's. Yeah. yeah. Like Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So he'll be back for multiple episodes. I don't know what he does for his real life because as I said, he's not an actor after a different world. He's, he's something else in real life. So I don't, um, the last time I've seen an actual photo of him was when they did the honors for Debbie Allen at the Kennedy Center. Um, okay. that, that was last year. Uh, so her whole family was there. And so he was like, he was in the photos. So, so he, he looks similar. Of course, he's much older now, but like he looks very similar to the, t- to when he was on the show. So yeah. And, and did yet- you know that, um, have you heard Debbie Allen talk about um, the day when, when Dr. King visited their home? Uh, probably, but I can't, like, it's not coming to my head. I don't remember, like, the initial reasoning of him stopping by. I think their father was involved in the, in the civil rights movement in okay. some capacity. Mm-hmm. And Dr. King came by. Oh, and her, his, her brother was on his lap in a photo, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Was that Hugh? It must be, because I think he's the younger one. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This man has lived a full life. Mm-hmm. A full so. life. You're able to say that you sat on Dr. King's lap <laughs> and that you have a picture with him and that your sisters are running. The- oh, my God, man. <laughs> yeah. Man. And uh, and then we also have Stephanie E. Uh, Williams as Barbara. Uh, the so there is a connection with her and Debbie Allen. She is from Fame as a dancer. Okay. So it's, I like after like because like usually I I watch a different world just as a casual watcher. But now since I've been yeah. watching ever since Debbie Allen has come and stepped in, there's a lot of people coming from Fame. <laughs> She has brought in a lot of people. Okay, because she said, I'm going to have me some talent on this show. Yeah. And, and Barbara, or Stephanie, <laughs> she, her face is a face that, that belonged on the screen. Yeah. Pretty skin, 
pretty smile, fly hairstyle. Mm-hmm. You can tell she has personality. Now, at first glance, I thought she was Vanessa L. Williams. Oh. <laughs> so I'm glad. To, wait, did you just say her name is Stephanie Williams, though? Uh, yeah, Stephanie Ewell, uh, Williams, yeah. <laughs> now I got to look up Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, she's also she's been on a different a, a different strokes. Um, and she okay. has, and she has 22 credits to her name. So she, she did act, some acting here and there, basically. And then we have Ruben. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right. Uh, G- Gundy. Gundy. I don't know if I'm saying that right. He plays Ernest. How do you spell it? Uh, I probably just butchered it so bad. G-R-U-N-D-Y. Grundy. Grundy. Is that how you say it? Yeah. But it, he plays Ernest. Uh, in, so he was in this episode and he will be back for 12 more episodes in this season. Um, and he's uh, uh, been on Girlfriends, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, and he has uh, 65 credits to his name. Ernest was on Girlfriends? Yeah, the, the guy that was on this episode is Ernest. Yeah, he was on one episode, of, one episode as in, in Girlfriends. See, now I got to find him. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people from here that were on Girlfriends, okay? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and then we have La... Oh, my God. This is uh, La Lanla. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying it. L-A-L-A-N-Y-A. L-A-L-A-N-Y-A? Yeah, La Lanla. I don't know how to say it, but... Um, yeah. hold on because I gotta type this. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're like, how do you pronounce this? L A N Y A, how do you pronounce that? Yeah, Lalanya, yeah. Um, yeah, Masters, her last name is Masters, something else. I think she was married at this time, or she's married now. Um, sure, she played Ava. Um, okay, yeah. And uh, this was her first ever role. She never did acting before this, so good for her. Uh, She also has guest starred on Martin, In the House, The Steve Harvey Show, The Players Club, The Parkers, The Bernie Mac Show, uh, Barbershop, The Series, and Girlfriends. Dang. (laughs) Yeah. I got to start paying closer attention to stuff. I know. So, yeah, and and those are all the guest stars for this episode. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on again. Do you want to plug your uh, social media? Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to be here and to talk about one of the world's greatest Black TV shows ever. (laughs) Um, My socials. You can find me on Instagram at Damn Girl You Know Everybody. You can find me on TikTok at Tiny Bigs, two Ys, two Gs. And you can find me on, on Twitter at I Love Them 90s. Um. Yeah. Also, so I found that there's like, I'm I'm just gonna call it Black TikTok because that's what it looks like. <laughs> there's an app called Blam Fam, spelled B L A A M F A M. Now I think it's uh its initial purpose is to be like a Black Amazon, and um they allow for people to like put put up products for sale so like um people that you know who own their own clothing lines and boutiques and things of that nature then you know it's really for them but what i've been seeing is that people have just been uploading tiktok videos <laughs> and 
as soon as you get on there, it just feels like it's on, like you're on TikTok. So, um, they, they seem to, you know, be being legit and I, I'm, I'm playing around with it. So I just want to encourage people to download Blam Fam. I think right now it's only for iPhone. I could be wrong though. Um, but if you find them on TikTok, B-L-A-A-M-F-A-M, um, then you'll have directions as to how to download it and stuff because it's it's still a beta and they're still in testing for it. So yeah, check that out. Support Black business because why not? Mm-hmm. And for the podcast, uh, Black TV Shows Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and if you want to send feedback or anything, uh, blacktvshowspod at gmail.com. If you want to leave a five-star rating or review, leave it on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So Leave us a voice note or... Oh, yes, voice note. Sorry, I keep forgetting that part. Yes, uh, it's in the show notes. So, yeah, make sure to click that link. Uh, it'll take you to Anchor and uh, you leave a voicemail. So, yeah. Yay. So we'll talk to you guys all on the next one. Bye, Bye. y'all.